Talking with Topher, episode 18. It is Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. Like myself, are you going out shopping every day? Are you going to gas stations? Are you heading to restaurants? Are you heading to work? Well, the one thing that we all need in our cars and on our person at almost all times now is a great hand sanitizer. And I'm going to tell you about this one. You can find it at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. And this hand sanitizer is locally made in Manchester, New Hampshire, and it's a phenomenal product. I use it after everything that I do. It doesn't uh, make my hands sticky, so when I get into my car after I've been shopping on shelves or pumping the gas, I spray it on my hands, I rub it in, and boom. I put my car in drive, and I'm driving fine. You know, my hands aren't sticking to the steering wheel. It's a great product, and I have comfort in knowing that I have wiped the coronavirus off my hands. So you need to get yours, too. Go to naturalbossnh.com today and get your hand sanitizer, and let's kill that corona together and stop the spread. Are you looking for a new vape shop? Come on down to Seabrook, New Hampshire, 180 Lafayette Road in between Home Depot and Smoke Rings, and come check out New Hampshire Vape Gallery. We've got everything you need. We've got all your accessories for your tanks and your mods. We've got batteries. I've got full kits. I've got pod systems. I got pods. I got coils. We've got it all. We have everything that you need plus juice and disposables. That's right. I said disposables. These things are going like hotcakes. Phenomenal products. Got 500 puffs. You got 200 puffs. These things are great. They finally figured out how to put a pack of cigarettes into a vape. You just grab one of these, open up the package, put it in your pocket, and you're off and running. If you do construction or any type of heavy lifting or you just don't want to carry your vape around that day, disposables is the way to go. They're, they're an excellent product, and they're at an affordable price. So again, this is New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire. And we're located in between Home Depot and Smoke Rings. Feel free to give us a call. We're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m., 603-814-4171. And I look forward to seeing you. And... I want to say thank you to everybody who has subscribed, listened on all platforms, and from other countries. I'd like to thank you very much. Um, you know, and the best thing that uh, you guys, if you guys want to help me out, uh, tell tell other people, help spread the word. I appreciate you very much, and I want to see this thing grow and getting bigger. And um, I need your help to do that. So, again, as always, if you enjoy the video, hit the like button. If you love the videos, hit the subscribe button. And let's get into it. It's episode 18. It's a beautiful sunny day out. And I got some good news today. I got some good news about my surgery. Uh, we got an appointment. 
a date. Uh, looks like insurance is going to accept it. That's always the best thing. And then they get, they went over my preparations today. And there's a lot of preparations. If you have not been to the doctors or have been avoiding the doctors since COVID, um, I don't blame you. And that's good that you haven't been. Um, I've had to go a few times to the doctor's office, um, you know, where they take your temperature, you still do your check-in, everything's kind of normal, but for surgery, it is much different. I have to go to uh, one of those drive-through locations, um, get a COVID test uh, about, well, if I start from the beginning, Two weeks prior to my appointment, I have to stop all supplements. All of that has to stop. You're not allowed to take any of your supplements for two weeks prior to surgery. I guess some of the supplements, and they didn't get into it with me, um, but they can cause bleeding. Um, uh, Other supplements uh, can cause problems with the anesthesia. So you have to stop supplementing for two weeks. Then four to five days before, I get to go to one of those drive-up COVID places. And I'm going to go get swabbed to see if I have the coronavirus before I go into the surgery, the surgical area. So I'm, I'm thinking they take a lot more precaution when they're putting you under and we're doing, they're going to be doing surgery than if you just go to see your doctor. Um, so that was wild to find out. I'm really excited to get a COVID test, um, but I'd rather get one of those antibodies. I want to know if I've had it. Um, I know I don't have it, you know, but you can't go by word of mouth and they like to go a little bit deeper than just scanning your forehead. And then, uh, you know, you got your regular 12-hour fast, and then we go into surgery. So, and I, I'm really hoping, you know, that this really fixes my problem because I will have to say out of all the times I've been to the doctor for my arms, for a bunch of other shit, my shoulder, stuff like that, I always go in and I'm like, I got problems, you can, I feel it, it's pain. They, they give me scans, we went through everything, they do all kinds of shit, and then they're always, I get the exact same thing every time. I'm sorry, we just can't find anything wrong with you. And boy, does that frustrate me. So, when they found out I do have a deviated septum and I am going to be going into surgery, it was, it was kind of exciting to finally be like, something's wrong with me, and they were like, yes, yes there is. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll get that all sorted out. I think that's happening sometime in September. I'm just waiting for the confirmation that everything is all a go. So that's exciting. Um, let's see. What else happened this week? Oh, oh, yeah. All right. So yesterday was pretty exciting. I get a text message around 8.30 at night. My dog broke one of his nails. Now, I was expecting like bleeding and 
you know, I, I figured maybe he got it caught out in the fence or he was playing around the wood and stuff like that out back because we, we have wood for burning. So I'm wondering if he's trying to climb the pile. Um, and I was like, oh, God, how bad is this going to be? And she sent me a picture. Didn't do justice, but there was no blood. And I was like, oh, well, that's really good. All right, so he's not bleeding, uh, but he definitely broke the nail. And if you don't have dogs, they have, uh, I'm going to say a quick. I wanted, I said, I said quip last night, and I, I'm pretty sure that's a toothbrush. So I think I am correct when I say quick. And uh, the nail, like, broke down. And his quip went down with the nail, but then the nail busted and the quip kind of like broke underneath. But the way the nail broke, it's almost like a Chinese finger trap now. You can't push the nail back up because it starts pushing into the quick. And I just, I have a fear of like, you know, cutting them further or having him freak out and you know he he's a dog he he doesn't really understand what's going on so i don't want to push on his nail and have him freak out and bite me um because you know he doesn't want to be hurt so he's not biting me because he's angry with me he's biting me because he would be getting nervous and whatever he just wants to get out of that situation so that his paw's not hurting so i have these um pedometers on the dog's neck it's it's a great product um i love it it's called uh no oh shit what the hell is it called um whistle it's called whistle this is not an ad uh but it, it's pretty cool it allows me to know when they're sleep how much they sleep uh they're they're running um and stuff like that making sure they're getting enough exercise every day and it, it, it's a cool little product, and I got it for free because if at the time there was something going on where if uh, you agreed to get it, set it up, and always leave it on, then you got the device for nothing. Now, they have a better device that has the GPS in it, and the GPS, I think that one's like 80 bucks. But I went with the freebie. Um, I, I I feel like if I just keep my fence locked, we'll, well, I'll keep the dogs in the yard. So I don't really need the GPS part. But anyways, back to the whistle. It also it does it did an update a couple months ago, <clears throat> and it actually tells you if their licking increases. And so Archer is a he. He's a very, uh, lick. he loves the lick. He loves it. But if I have this feeling like if I was to buy him a lick pad, um, he wouldn't use it. He'll just use the rug anyways. Um, so we're always yelling at him for licking. And the thing's always telling me his licking's increased, his licking's decreased. He's just been always been one of those dogs. Seems like whenever he gets nervous, he starts licking like crazy. Um, and uh, so I get these notifications all the time. Well... I never get him for Barry. And so he broke his nail and, you know, he was, he's been licking it. 
and then I was getting getting ready to set all this up today, and I get a notification. Barry's licking has increased, and I was like, oh, no. So I run downstairs. Sure as shit, he's sitting there lapping on his busted nail, and so I, I gauzed it up. I put gauze all over his paw. I went under and above that little, the, the, it's almost like where their thumb should be, um, that little claw up there, and by their ankle, I guess, and I tied them all, I tied it all up, and then I wrapped it in tape, and sure as shit, about 30 minutes went by, and the thing's like, Barry's uh, licking is decreased, so it's just a really cool product, if it didn't tell me that, I would have just been upstairs talking into the microphone and you know he would have been licking and licking and licking away so i sprayed it with some uh what's that stuff in the brown bottle there hydro i don't remember what it is but it's in the brown bottle it makes the fizzing whenever it hits your cut uh tends to sting a little bit less than alcohol and all i have is witch hazel and i i just didn't feel like doing that to him i figured that would have been a little extreme So, got to figure out what to do about that. I'm thinking instead of wrapping it in gauze and tape almost every single day, uh, I was thinking like a rain boot. Um, I was thinking about getting a package of those rain boots and then I could just clean it and then slip a rain boot on it and then tie it off and then um, go about it that way. If anybody has any thoughts on that, let me know. Um, uh, I've only had two dogs, and Archer never broke any of his nails. Just, just every everything else around the house. So, um, just trying to figure out if I should chop the extra nail off, or yeah, I'm just not sure. I am gonna look up some stuff and do some investigating on my own, of course, but. Figured I'd throw that out there. You know, it was just really crazy the way that the nail broke around the quick. And it just, ah, man, it, you press on it and he's in pain. So, oh boy. You know, dogs are fun. Uh, I'm sure if you have kids, uh, I'm not telling you anything new. Uh, those are all, that's a lot more to deal with than a couple dogs. So, um, I'm not saying that, <laughs> I'm definitely not saying that having two dogs and a broken nail and stuff like that is way worse than having kids. Uh, I'm definitely just stating that all I have is dogs, so um, I, I would expect having kids to be way more difficult. But for some reason, it I, I feel like it would be easier to put a Band-Aid on a kid well, I guess not. If they're young enough, they don't understand either. They're probably trying to... I don't feel like they're like trying to tear at the Band-Aid. You know, they're not sitting there licking their their wounds. Um, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I feel like it would be easier to put a bandage on a child than it is on a dog. Because dogs just don't understand. So you put something on them and they just immediately want to rip it off. And, uh, yeah, but 
Let's see what else is going on. This week was very busy at the shop. And now uh New Hampshire is 21 plus. Yeah. Really funny because there was no notification. We got an email yesterday at 5 o'clock in the afternoon from commission's office. I think that's where that stuff comes from. Anyways, it was from the state of New Hampshire. And uh, they... They were like, yeah, so just to let everybody know, New Hampshire is going 21 as of July 30th. I'm like, what? So we all got the letter at, like I said, 5 o'clock in the afternoon yesterday, which was August 4th, not 3rd, August 4th. So, and they were, and, and right in it, it says, July 30th, New Hampshire will be going 21. Now, if you don't know anything about this, uh, one of the things that happened back in February was that the age requirement went 21 federally. So federally is across the entire United States. That's every state, not this state, that state, everybody. So everybody was supposed to be going 21. New Hampshire was already putting in place to increase their age limit to 19. So when the 21 went through federally, the 19 for New Hampshire also went through. And because we were implementing 19 plus in New Hampshire... When we talked to the state, they said, you can follow New Hampshire state law, but once federal law gets put into place, we'll have to follow that. And we said, okay. So we got to stay 19. We got to bump up from 18 to 19, stay at 19, and we've been waiting. They, at first... It was going to be in uh, uh, what was that? It was going to be in June. Uh, then they pushed it to July, and this was right around well, the pan the start of the pandemic. So what's that? March. Yeah. So April, right around there, uh, they didn't really mention anything after that. They they uh, you know so. And so we, I kind of forgot about it. I was like, oh, yeah, we're 19. I wonder if they're ever going to implement the, the, the 21. And lo and behold, they did. Uh, but I don't really agree with the way that they did it. Um, it's it, How do you send out an email to everybody that says that, you know, you need to bump your age up to 21 On the 30th of July, but you didn't send out the email to August 4th, 
5 p.m. So we ran the rest of the day as 19, and now we are officially 21 plus. So it's 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 pretty crazy. Um, we'll see what's next. I mean, they're they're trying to flavor ban everywhere right now. They uh, California is going through a flavor ban that they're trying to implement, which will also get rid of menthol cigarettes, just like Massachusetts. So I I don't know what that means, but I'm pretty sure I think I know what it means. It means that Massachusetts is basically going to set the example for what they believe needs to be taken off the market to keep the younger generation from vaping. And I I think I said this once already, but I don't care. I'm going to say it again. Just give it to the vape shops. We're halfway there. We're halfway there. If you take it out of the convenience stores, take it out of the gas stations, take it out of the places where anybody is allowed in. If you take these products out of those places, then it is that much harder to attract the kids. Because now I'm 21. My shop is 21 plus. So now I have to card everybody coming in just like I did before, except now it's three years more. So you you killed 18, you killed 19, and you went straight to 21. So that's four years of a gap. I th- I think this is going to, that will work. I've always said this. I said we need to go 21 and put it in, and get it out of the convenience stores and put it into the vape shops. I think it's super important to do that. Because if you don't have it in a place where the kids can see it, then guess what? They're probably not going to want it as much because it's not in their view. They have to go out of their way. They have to walk into the store. And then the person at the counter is going to card them. And if they're not carding people, then they're going to get caught eventually. So, and, 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 and it should be more than just a fine at that point. If, you, if you're not following the laws then you don't get to sell your product at all. Um, it's just my thoughts. I, I don't understand what's so hard about it. I mean, these gas stations and all these other places sell shit anyways. If you're buying juice from a gas station and you paid five bucks, guess what? You got you got exactly what you purchased. Shit juice. Garbage. Burns out your coils. Like, a lot of the stuff that the gas stations and the convenience stores carry is a lot of the stuff I would never put in my store. It's not a high quality product. It's a quick flip and a quick buck. Um, So I just wanted to let people know that, you know, if you are buying your stuff on the cheap, just remember They have no idea where that stuff was made, where it came from. A lot of these guys order from like uh, companies that come straight out of China, distributions that come right out of China. So most of those juices and the mods and everything else that you're getting at half the cost are 
yes, coming out of China, but they're knockoffs coming out of China. So you might be able to get a mod for 20 bucks at uh, this gas station or convenience store. And then you see the same exact one on my shelf and you see that it's double the price. Well, it's double the price because I got it from the actual manufacturer. And a lot of these companies out there, especially where you have, if you have your own business and uh, stuff like that, your own convenience stores, they order from different distributions. So you don't always know where this stuff is coming from. And that's why I believe that we should take it out of those places so that one, we can get it out of the kids' faces and two, let's get it out of the, uh, the, the convenience store hands where, you know, uh, things have gone wrong. People have bought really, really bad stuff. Um, I would like to see that change. I think we're on the right path. I do not believe that we should be banning flavors. I don't. Flavors keep people off of cigarettes. Nobody wants the taste of a cigarette after you've been vaping on cotton candy. So if you get rid of flavors, all you leave us with is tobacco flavored. I don't want to ever taste that again. So... I'm not going back to cigarettes. That's for goddamn sure. You got, you know, these people have another thing coming. And to basically push everybody in that direction is absolutely ridiculous. We all know it's a horrible product. We all know that it kills you. Almost guaranteed. So why would we ever want to go back over to that side of things. Now, yeah, I do understand that vaping is not exactly 100% safe. It's not water vapor. I, I understand that. I know it's not healthy by any means. But it is healthier than cigarettes. And it allows you a nice, comfortable way to get off of nicotine if you choose to. And I've actually been thinking about looking into these new pouches. Everybody keeps coming into my shop asking me about these nicotine pouches. And it seems to be one of the newer crazes. And um, I have a funny feeling you're going to see a lot more of these things popping up than you do right now. Especially if September comes and they ban all the pre-filled devices. That's right. I said devices. They already banned the pre-filled pods and they're attacking the pre-filled devices because why? Because they got rid of the pods and now the younger generation went towards uh, the pre-filled devices. So now the pre-filled devices have made a name for themselves, but the FDA is also, they also implemented a couple years ago now. There was nothing new supposed to come out onto the market after, I forget what month of 2018. So if your product wasn't made before this date of 2018, 
then you have a huge you have a problem. You have a problem because now the FDA is sending out letters saying, "Hey, we see these products on the market, but there's no way that these were made before this time." And I've already had one company drop their whole disposable line. They got a letter and they backed out. And that was it. They're not making them anymore. So I lost an entire line of disposables already. And this is this is how the dominoes go. This is exactly how it goes, everyone. So, and they're a pretty big company. I was a little upset about it, but I mean, what, what are you going to do? Um, you know, so you're going to start seeing this all over the place. Luckily, I've got a couple companies that have been doing like Nick Salt since they started. So, I mean, they've got a bunch of different ways that they can attack the vaping industry right now. Um, so the FDA can attack them for manufacturing dates uh, being past the allotted uh, manufacturing date. Um, they want to rewrite the bill because the bill that they wrote up that banned the pre-filled pods uh, said pre-filled pods and devices. Then when they passed the bill, it only said pre-filled pods. So now they're rewriting that to add in the pre-filled devices. And they're doing this for the kids. That's what they're doing this for. That's all this is for. They're doing it for the kids. Well, that's fucking great. I'm a goddamn adult who makes his own decisions and wants to vape on fucking cotton candy. So why can't I get a choice? I don't understand what the fuck you're doing this for the kids for. We need to be putting this stuff where the kids can't get it. Didn't your parents ever do that? They didn't want you to get your hands on something so they would move it somewhere where they you couldn't get your hands on it? My parents did. So I'm so confused. Why... Do we keep saying that this is for the kids? It's for the kids. <coughs> Corona. No, I'm just kidding. Why do they keep doing this? How is it helping the kids? You want to know what would help the kids? How about telling all the fucking adults out there that keep buying for their kids to stop doing that to them? How about that? Because I will tell you right now, I have lots of customers that come into my store they're like, I got a, they got a list, they got their phone out, they have no idea what they're doing, except for the fact that the kids sent them to the store, gave them a list, and they go, you have these? Now, me being as, 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 as the store manager, as uh, a person who needs to make sales, I can't turn that person away. Because I'm making an assumption at that point. I personally could tell you that, yeah, I, I know exactly what they're doing. But I can't stop that person. That person did not say that they were buying it for their kids. They didn't tell me anything. They didn't give me any information. They usually just walk in, show me their phone or their list, and they say, do you have this? And so I take a look. I, I I see if I got it, and if I got it, I sell it to them. 
But I'm telling you right now, if you are, that is definitely one way to keep it away from the kids. You know, you don't want, you, you shouldn't be buying your kids that stuff anyways. They Go get them something else. Um, but I, I just don't understand why they keep saying that this is for the kids. It's for the kids. If, if we could just 21 only in vape shops and that's it. 21 only in vape shops. You don't have to do a flavor ban. You don't have to do anything because if you only put it in the vape shops, now there's only so many places that that you have to keep your eyes on, right? Where if you have convenience stores all throughout and you have gas stations all everywhere and then you have vape shops. So now you've got three different types of stores which now the number is hundreds of thousands that the authorities have to keep their eyes on and see if you know they're selling underage and blah, blah, blah. But if it's specific vape shops, I think that's going to bring down the numbers. Well, now it will. I mean, most vape shops have gone under. One, because of Corona. And two, because of all the flavor bans and everything else. So you know, you're, you're, you're putting people out of work as well. And, and instead of putting people out of work, let's just put it in vape shops. Right? 21 plus, and that's it. And now you got a list of all your vape shops, and that's okay. Well, cop, if I think a minor is being sold to, well, I've only got to worry about 30 vape shops. So I just got to go around into 30 vape shops, and I got to put my feelers out there, and we'll figure out which one's selling the minors, and we can nip it in the butt right away. But you can't do that with hundreds of thousands of locations or if you've got one little area and you got friggin' a hundred stores in there that sell vape products, they're never going to be able to dwindle it down to just one. And if they do, it's going to take weeks, months. Who the hell knows? I don't know how an investigation goes. So that's my that that's what's going on. New Hampshire has finally gone 21 because we finally need our federal funding. Um, and that's my thoughts of where we should go so that we don't have to flavor ban. And you don't need to eliminate menthol cigarettes. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. I do not know what's going on, but the, here's my theory, my conspiracy theory. And I don't even know if this works. People might think I'm crazy, but it seems like Massachusetts is paving the way to be the very first state to completely and absolutely annihilate smoking, period. So all nicotine products. And this is it's just my, my theory. It's my thoughts. I, I truthfully do believe it because of the simple fact that they are the very first state to eliminate cigarettes. They didn't eliminate them all. They only got rid of menthol, but they actually banned cigarettes. They were like, if we're banning menthol this, then we're banning cigarettes. 
And I was like, thinking to myself, wow, this is crazy. So now you get rid of this, the, the, the flavors, you get rid of, uh, you get rid of uh, the, the menthol, you get rid of the menthol cigarettes, you slap a huge tax on vaping that nobody wants to pay for, uh, you tax the shit out of cigarettes again, um, and then what's the next step? Well, the next step is to eliminate both of those, right? So that's my that's my theory. Uh, I'm sticking to it. Uh, I would not. I would. It would not shock me if we saw Massachusetts as a complete no smoking state. But then, what do you do about pot? Because pot's legal there, and that's smoking. But I guess this would only be for nicotine, right? That makes sense. So, I don't know. It's getting crazy. And I obviously, New Hampshire needed their federal funding, finally. So, but that's that's the news in the vape world. <laughs> oh, man. You know, you ever have those days where you're just, you're not feeling it. You know what I mean? I'm having one of those days. A lot of stuff going on. Got a lot of preparing to do. And I'm just running through this right now. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm going to end this one on a fun note. It was a great, great morning. Uh, Actually, Monday and today. And the reason for that is because... At PMA on Monday and this morning, we all got to go in, get our temperatures taken. We got to use the hand sanitizer. And then we got to pick partners. Oh my God. Amazing. Just absolutely amazing. It felt so good to work with someone instead of a dummy. Uh, it was, I mean, I've been able to do it because my friend Tyler and I have been hanging out all quarantine, uh, all pandemic, whatever you want to fucking call it. Um, and we, uh, we practice here at my house. So because of that, uh, when, uh, they started letting people, uh, kind of, if you came in with somebody, you could work with them. Uh, that started a couple weeks ago. Um, so, you know, today was my first day working with someone other than Tyler. Um, and it was just, it was super exciting. It was great. Uh, I, I just, I'm so happy to be finally seeing and feeling a little bit norm, more normality uh, in, mm, well, I guess my jujitsu. Uh, in, in our classes, um, in general, uh, but this go, I mean, this is only happening in a couple places, you know, uh, New Hampshire, Maine and New Jersey have been doing the best out of almost everybody. And, uh, so we just really got to keep our eye on Massachusetts and make sure it doesn't come up too much this way, but I guess, uh, Massachusetts has been going down too, but I'm just thankful. I'm thankful that we get to do this right now. Um, 
because I have to say I don't feel like we have moved quickly at all in New Hampshire, and I believe that's why we're in that safe zone. It's because we did what we were supposed to. We stayed home when we were supposed to. We opened up our shops, and I don't know a single small business. Ah, that's a lie. I do. 99% of the small businesses out there are having everybody wear masks. Small businesses had the opportunity to not implement a mask thing. And they did it. And it took the corporations longer to catch up. But I believe those precautions, those steps that we all took when we opened up our shops and we got up and running, that's what's put us into the uh, the, 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 the safe zone. And I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome that our state did really well. And I think it's even better that I get to have my temperature taken and we get to do some actual, uh, live, uh, training, not, not Randori. That's different, but live training, working with a person again, and it was just, it was really nice because I feel like when I'm working with someone, whether they're above me or below me, it, it, it always benefits me more to work with someone instead of just a dummy, you know? At least you get to conversate, you get to talk, you get to have them move your position if you're a little off or vice versa. And it's just a great, great learning tool and I'm very happy that we are doing it again, and uh, yeah, I mean that's 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 what's been going on here. As always, if you enjoyed the video, hit the like button. If you love the video, hit the subscribe button, and tell your friends, spread the word. That's what helps float this thing. I appreciate all of you, and I'll talk to you later.